0: popped off <laughs> we should be on broadway with these organizations i
1: the love musical. it film, i
0: love it film posters the musical coming soon
2: based um uh, based on the successful hit "Caso cerrado the musical
1: <laughs> yes and we will not be money laundering like paradise square <laughs> give us give us the broadway theater we will actually build a (laughs) set on it
0: and not put projections on it, like Ivo Van Ho.
1: You hear that? You hear that, Broadway League? Okay, enough of the Broadway shade. Hello, we are the Film Posers, and we are back for the second part of the two-parter. The best and worst of 2022. Bringing you the best of 2022. Yay. Which honestly, as we mentioned in the previous episode, it's been a good year for cinema, so let's celebrate it. Let's talk about our best films of 2022. Yes. Now, that's, that just proves how good of a year it was because we had to split this in two. But also, it just proves how long we hadn't recorded because well, it was, it was a fairly long episode to talk about the worst, but also, they deserved it. They deserved it. And that's all that matters.
2: But if you have an hour-long drive, you can listen to the worst episode and then turn back.
1: Yeah. We
2: thought of y'all, the ones who get stuck in traffic.
1: <laughs> so once again, each of the posers are going to be sharing their five picks for the best films of the year in their opinion. So basically, we know a lot of people, like, if your favorite film of the year is not in this list, please don't take it personal. We can't see every single film, no matter how hard we try or how it may seem on our Twitters. We we genuinely try but also please acknowledge we have different tastes and that's why i think film poser's work and why i think you guys vibe with us <laughs> basically each of us has a different vibe and um hopefully if you vibe with one of us or with all of us just pick and choose and you'll hopefully find your next favorite film if you haven't seen some or any of our picks <laughs> but yes we can actually start with Gabriella <laughs>
0: going to start backwards, and I'm going to blow Josie's socks off with my number five pick.
1: Oh, like Christopher Nolan with Oppenheimer?
0: Yeah, I'm literally going to blow everything up with my number five pick. Are you ready for this? My number five best will of the year is Marcel Deschel with shoes on.
1: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to be in this somewhere. <laughs> 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 so...
0: I was I was late to watching this movie. I saw it a couple of weeks ago. And Josie witnessed as I cried in fetal position. <laughs> I don't think any movie has made me cry that hard this year. But I completely... Okay.
1: <laughs> it's deserving of the tears. I cried at the press screening. Because by God... When the sixteen minutes crew arrives, I was like, God damn it, the little shell pulled it off. And then Liz <laughs> 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 Leslie Stall walked in and I
0: lost it. You cannot talk about certain things in this movie without actually making me cry. <laughs> um I was I completely fell in love with that little shell. It's like the purest soul of twenty twenty two, like I think him and Pinocchio are up there in terms of, like, just pure, wholesome characters learning about the <laughs> world.
1: <laughs> Give us the actors on actors, cowards.
3: <laughs> Literally. You gotta, do you have your tissues with you? <laughs> I don't. I need to get some. Oh, God.
0: I loved, I loved everything about it. And just how Marcel sees them. And oh, my God, I'm crying <laughs> 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 And don't get me started
3: on the end. <laughs> I think we all loved it. <laughs> uh, I think Thanks. we all, all
2: cried.
3: cried. I think we
0: all cried. On As we should. I think I'm letting the audience know that I'm actually crying right now. Um, Yeah. Marcel DeCel. Five out of five. Anyone who gives this movie a low rating, that's a red flag. That is
3: that is incel behavior. <laughs> I, that movie was a theater experience. Because it <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> like everybody in the theater, with that specific part hit, you could hear the sniffles, the
2: sniffles.
3: Were... Si
2: <laughs> there wasn't a dry eye in the audience. <laughs> Actually, Gabriela, you saw this at your own house. How do you feel you would have seen how do you would have been in a theater?
0: Mira, yo sento que llamado a los paramédicos
1: o algo. Yo sí, si,
0: explícale lo malo que fue.
1: Mira, que yo estaba dormida. <laughs> and I woke up and I'm like, huh? And then I looked to the left and Gabriela's crying on the floor in fetal position. And I'm like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> like, fetal position. Mm <laughs> Uh-huh. And I was
3: like,
1: <gasps> <laughs> it was worse. No. Yeah, because basically it started when the grandmother passed away and she was like, no. No. But then when Marcel starts singing in the funeral with his little black shoes, she lost it. <laughs> Mira que yo la vez que vi esta película, I watched it for a second time at a Regal Cinema after having, so basically we had like a work happy hour, and this was my first time meeting my coworkers in person because I work remote, and a couple of us do live in New York, and then someone suggests, someone mentioned that we going to see Marcel Shell after the happy hour, and then everyone was like, oh, we'll join you, and I was like, do, 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 do. I'm joining too. And they were like, but you already saw it. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I want to see everyone's reactions. <laughs> <laughs> then not a dry eye.
3: It could go, okay. If you don't cry in the show, who are
1: You're you? In- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways, like, best animated feature nomination is it? Right. I'll give it the best picture nomination. I'm, a, um, I'm part of the Marcel Stan Club. My number four, changing things up, no tears any, anymore. My number four, Decision to Leave, directed by Park chan Wok. Yes. Gasp. <laughs> I have not stopped thinking about this movie since I saw it on NIF. That movie is permanently ingrained in my head. I cannot stop thinking about it. Everything about it, I loved. That was a five course meal.
3: Mira. esa película makes me like the whole you know the, the conspiracy theory meme with the Elvis Tony in Philadelphia
2: yes <laughs> every
3: time they talk about the ocean and the mountains and the allegory and the metaphors like what is here what's happening every small detail <laughs> it means something
0: yeah I'm, I'm ai yeah just everything about it the chemistry between the two leads was palpable. The tension, the directing, the cinematography, the freaking ending.
3: Kiss.
0: Just everything about this film is yes. And I, I'm not seeing a, enough love for this film for my liking. I think it deserves more. But that's just
3: me. Long live sad, horny cinema.
0: Exactly. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. My number three,
1: Nope by Jordan Peele. (laughs) Jean Jacket, top 10 wiki villains. I did not expect it.
0: (laughs) This one. I, like, Nope was already, when I saw it when it first came out, it was, I knew it was going to be on my favorites of the year. But I rewatched it recently, and Josie and our neighbors are having a party again.
1: Not again. Yeah. Is
2: it a nope viewing party?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So
0: I rewatched it recently and I'm like, this is a goddamn masterpiece. I noticed so many things that I didn't pick up when I first saw it. And it is just such a great film. And it might be my, like, after seeing it again, it might be my favorite Jordan Peele film Yes, that he's done so Yeah,
1: it, it's my favorite Jordan Peele film.
0: Like, I just, it's so genius in so many ways. The sound mixing, why was it not shortlisted for the Oscars?
1: Don't remind me.
0: I why? am angry. I am angry. I am in that club, too.
3: Clearly, they don't watch movies. <laughs> no, they don't. They
1: don't know what's well, out they there. Mente. I don't get it. I don't, mini-ram, because I... Uh, like, sure, I've seen enough people give this explanation that maybe I can let it pass as an explanation, but I will not let it pass as a reason <laughs> to make this decision. But with everything, everywhere, all at once, missing BFX, a lot of people have been saying, like, probably... That branch was like, I can do that with my eyes closed. Because it was just a handful of people with After Effects. Even though to me it's super impressive because it looks so well done. And they made things look even better than a huge Marvel team. So that's why I'm angry. But okay, I can accept that as maybe a valid reason. Even though it's a pretentious as fuck reason. Now with Nope, I don't get it. The sound mixing is great. What the heck? I mean, the point of a horror film is freaking sound. If your sound doesn't work, it's a bad horror film because that's what produces fear the most. Yeah. Because sometimes you can't see shit, but you can hear it. That's freaking scary. That's why A Quiet Place works. That's why zombie movies works because you usually hear them like the little clicking noise when they're approaching. Sound makes horror. And sound is the epitome of what makes NOPE great. I remember talking so much about how much I love the sound in NOPE. How are you not shortlisting it, the Academy? Explore.
3: What is the reason? (laughs)
1: I'm going to I don't understand, we were talking about this no, the other where? day, I watched it again, we literally oh, were talking God. about it before the show jacket <laughs> 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 chewing people, how are you nominating it for sound? Literally I meant that that entire sequence of jean jacket over the house is purely sound, it's purely sound, and it's the most striking and bone chilling sequence Ever, ever fight me, and you're gonna snub it,
0: get out of here, a crime, a true crime indeed,
1: and <laughs> yeah, also turned to a podcast near you,
3: <laughs> but also the scene where Jean jacket goes to like the Steven Jones, like you know oh, like, that
1: scene is a
0: mean uh-huh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like Jean jacket Jean, drag- Jean jacket drag- is drag- such a petty Jean jacket is such a petty bitch, and I love that for them. <laughs> So, yes. Nope. If you're not going to put it on sun, at least may- have it be nominated for Best Picture. Honestly. Juan was too stunned to speak. <laughs> Juan, eat the nope.
1: Girl! Of course I saw <laughs> nope!
2: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, why would I miss nope? And Jordan Peele and Kiki Palmer. I, why would I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dream combination. <laughs> I said in a review that Kiki Palmer was the real Motomami and everything, and I will stand on that. Amen. Kiki Palmer es la verdadera Motomami, and you can quote me on that.
1: Oh my gosh, hablando de, I decided to like, give Rosalia a chance the other day, and I started playing the first song of the album, and I was like, 10 seconds in, and I was like, enough of that. Okay.
2: (laughs) <laughs> okay, I listen, as the one who hated the album, I, I can admit that I I did not like the album at all. I had a huge discussion with someone over this. Here are the two Rosalia songs I'll recommend for you that you'll go, I get it now. I get why people like her, because I'm in the same boat. Depecha, even though it's a bit of a cultural appropriation, I like it. It caught on. Y beso mojado como That showed that she can do reggaeton.
1: Okay, I trust you. I will, I will give them a chance. But yeah. see, sí, Kiki Palmer is truly the, the, the true Kiki Palmer and, could do, I mean Kiki Palmer
2: could fix Saoko, but Rosalia could not do Kiki's es- role sí. in no nope.
1: Amen. Y como Ana, I mean, for you, it was an Akira re- reference.
3: Yeah! I was like, this weave, this fucking weave. To
1: quote Chris
2: Evans. <laughs> I see
3: what you despair? I got
2: that reference because I saw that in the <laughs> <Ayupi. laughs> I think that's the one anime I was telling Anna Like, yeah, I know that one. I saw it in a class. I
0: have, I have not listened to La Rosalia because I am not into colonizers.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry, but her, t- her top tier song for me is La U- La Noche de Anoche con Bad Bunny. That's her top tier.
1: Uh, oh, sí. no <laughs> <que los fans. laughs> That's literally, literally si yo escucho una canción de Rosalía, it's because she's featured with someone else. Like her Billie Eilish song and la de um Bad Bunny. That's the only reason. If she's with someone else. <laughs> I
2: think it's because they managed to bring the best out of her voice and they know how to work with her, which is what I felt We yeah. and then did with their recent collab. I heard that album. I think it's surprisingly their best song on the album, which is a lot for me. So expect that.
1: Sí, como... La canción de billy eilish i love how we've gone on this tangent but this is what you guys get we're giving you it's been a while since you've heard us like vibe with us um my thing with her song with Billie eilish is i've never really listened to the lyrics i just like hearing how their voices yeah. um mix together and she
2: has good harmonies and she can carry a note yeah i just feel like i get it you you got your audience you got the people to buy the ticket Girl.
1: yeah do you? But you cannot be
3: us. <laughs> you
2: cannot turn in chicken teriyaki and expect me to call it a bop But
3: honestly, no. well,
1: I I used to like Bob when she first came out. Yeah. It's <laughs> la cosa because she was doing her own thing. She was mixing like the único sonido, yeah. and it was different, but it was nice. And then she started. She like left that behind and started taking like. The Caribbean South America, and then she's taking awards from Bad Bunny, and it's like, yo, 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 what's aquí
2: Yeah, I will say to close off the Rosalia, because I know a lot of people did not tune in for the Rosalia review, although you get a free month mommy <laughs> review. Uh, if she's going to do reggaeton for me, the artists that she's collabed with are the best guides for her voice. Bad Bunny pulled the best from her. I feel like he's done the best with her. We and I feel did an excellent job, bringing her to the point where she can see like, there's a balance you can do with reggaeton between the sound, how you can do the lyrics, how you can do the voice, how you can sing it and still keep it yourself. That I feel is great. And even this bitch out, even with the Cardi B remix, which I surprisingly liked, I was like, okay, I get it. You got, you took the sound. You did take the sound. You, you did kind of steal that from us, but. It was still like, all right, this is catchy. This is a bob. If you do more of this, more of these three songs, entiendo why people will love it. Do I agree with her taking awards on Bad Bunny? Absolutely fucking
1: not. And to bring it all back, at least one academy recognizes sound when they hear it. So yeah,
2: nope, excellency. (laughs) What's number two?
1: So, In
0: conclusion, (laughs) nope for best picture. Yes. My number two is the one, the only, everything I All at once. Ooh, it was my number one until very, very recently. What can I say about this film that has not been said? And I think I should. I'm gonna keep it brief because I feel that this is going to be our common denominator. These this evening. Yeah. So, what other to say then? Everything I remember, all Ola wants her best picture.
1: Yeah, I was watching a letterbox video today on their Instagram where they were showing some interviews they did for, I think it was NIF. And someone mentioned, they were asking them, like, what A24 films you like or something like that. And one of them said, everything I ever want once, that movie changed me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That being said, my number one film of the year is... Shocker. Shock- Literally, it's going to surprise nobody. My number one of the, f- of the year is the one, the only, the incomparable, Sexy Cricket, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. <laughs> gasp. Everyone, everyone can pretend to be surprised now.
1: I did. Oh, Didn't you hear awesome. my gasp? <laughs> <laughs> this movie changed me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I did it on purpose. (laughs) Por (laughs) eso. You just admitted to it in a court of (laughs) law. Anyways, Pinocchio. (laughs)
0: Pinocchio. So, as you all know, Guillermo Toro is my
1: favorite director.
0: He spent 12 years making this film. This. Pinocchio is his literal child. And you can tell when you watch it, there is so much love behind this film. Mm -hmm. So much passion, so much talent, so much of everything that went into making this film. And it is beautiful. And it made me cry so much. (laughs) And I just, I loved his take on it because I hadn't really thought about because my only reference for Pinocchio is the Disney animated film. That's the only thing. And obviously Shrek. Obviously, I'm, I'm cultured. I'm <laughs> <Shrek>. baller. <bother. laughs> I'm cultured. I know Shrek. And then at a q and A I I was in with him, one thing really s- stuck out to me. And he mentioned how he never liked that Pinocchio's arc in most of the film adaptations Mm-hmm. Where that he turned into a real boy. Because that to him meant that Pinocchio had to change who he was. Yeah. In order for Geppetto to love him. And he said that no that's not the point. Pinocchio doesn't have to change. Geppetto needs to learn to be a father. And love Pinocchio as he is. That sent chills.
3: That changes things. That changed <laughs>
0: so much.
3: <I'm> like. <laughs> yo (laughs) that's a new perspective (laughs) to me
0: exactly I never thought about that and just hearing Guillermo oh the way he talks about this movie and getting to also talk to the animators and everyone it's such a large group of people that worked so hard to bring this movie to life for 12 years both in Guadalajara Mexico And in Portland, Oregon. Two completely different places. (laughs) That's where this movie came to life. And also, if you're in New York, please check out the exhibition at the MoMA. It will be here until April 30th. You will be be able to see some of of the puppets used as well as some of the sets used to make the film. Highly recommend. I did cry a little bit when I went. So yes, those are my top
1: five films of the year. What a journey. Huzzah. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Anna, take us away.
3: So, my top five are not in particular order. It's just that I love them equally as my old children. (laughs) So, starting off is with everything, everywhere, all at once. My God. That movie. Amazing. Chef's Kiss. The editing. I was by it it is such a original take for the multiverse like the multiverse like storyline because we already got that like throughout the years we already have that story but uh, this one original i loved it every one of them the cast chef's i can't I, I can say how much i love it kevin kwan i'm so happy for him and he he did such a great comeback and Michelle yo she's amazing and this movie has no flaws. I just loved how fun it is but also it can like test you like in, in your in emotional core right there. If it's a movie that like people don't have bad things to say about this film. It's such a great film. And I don't know, it's just Guys, I know er- this movie is like on everyone's list, right? <laughs> I hope so.
2: To quote Screen Queens, I guess we'll see.
3: <laughs> I think
0: it is. I'm pretty sure it is.
3: I'm pretty sure. Okay, I hope so. Go if it's and- not, we're gonna have to
0: have a serious conversation around here.
3: Yeah, we, <laughs> we-, we need to like sit down and like iced. <laughs>
1: Get, that's why for me if it doesn't win best picture, something's up.
3: See, ¿Sí? it's como how everyone dare, loves it. How dare you don't nominate it for VFX and sound design Like no entiendo, no entiendo. does the Academy actually watch movies or not? <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. They sleep through it, basically.
1: Because in the end, because it is a lot to watch, Uh especially when like some of these films are coming out a little bit later. Like, I'm so nervous for (laughs) "I Want to Dance with Somebody." I feel like if it had come out earlier, Mm -hmm. it could have had like a good run. So kind of like "Lo Caso Así," but everything ever once. I remember when it came out and people were like, "It's not gonna have legs. It's too different." It came out too early, and look at it. It's still going strong. The naysayers can suck it. Because look at it, <laughs> look at it getting all love from critics and industry.
3: See, y después like casual moviegoers, they also have loved this film. Like it's for, I feel like it's for everyone, you know.
1: Yeah, and the and the few people that don't like it. Literalmente son bien poco, and it's for very specific reasons. They
3: just want to be like oh, I don't like other people. I'm not like I don't like probably.
1: I remember a lot of them like came after all the hype, so like that's a usual, that's a normal reaction yeah. in a mass sense. Pero Dios mío, it's. Regardless, it's such a well-liked film. It's kind of like, I feel like it's having the effect right now of Koda. Uh-huh. Where everyone loved Koda, and then when it actually started getting, like, love and attention, everyone was like, Koda wasn't that good.
3: Yeah. oh my god, there's this small detail that I really So, like, in the editing, you know where she goes in the process of, like, the multiverse? And there was this one specific multiverse where there's a clip of all the five editors just on a Zoom call. And like talking,
1: how are they gonna edit this one out? <laughs> this one, I was like, that is, I love it. Sala madre. <laughs> like also, I love this film because you can tell it was such an act of love, and it was um a response from the pandemic. It was um an act uh-huh. from the pandemic, etc., 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 etc. Like it, it just proves how far people can go, yeah, to make films.
3: See, this movie you can take whatever definition you want from this film because there's a lot of themes going around like, oh, okay take it what what you think it's best for you and what more, most represents for you will see <laughs> I love this film now on to the next one so y'all I am just go straight to it I'm a top-down Maverick apologist I don't care like um, not movie but cinema <laughs> Back. Okay, it brought people back to the movie theaters. Facts. Uh, facts. No lo pueden denegar.
2: All facts, no printer.
3: Uh-huh. Period. <laughs> Tom Cruise says, "Cinema is back, babies." I loved it. It it was such an emotional roller coaster for me. Um it was so fun. It was such an amazing theater experience. I. It was the perfect summer blockbuster film. You can't deny it. It is a great film.
1: <laughs> and it's even better. I'm just really. I was <laughs> going <gonna, laughs> to say
2: it's even better in IMAX. Can you confirm?
3: See?
1: Guys. You. Yeah, we saw it at the huge IMAX at Lincoln Square.
0: It was low-key euphoric.
1: For a moment, I thought about enlisted in the army. No, <laughs> no.
2: The future mom.
3: I was like, maybe, maybe the air force. It could be fine The
2: future conservatives want. It, it,
3: <laughs> it's it's just it's such an epic story, and it's such, like it's filled with adrenaline. It's filled with enthusiasm, and it's very exhilarating. Especially the third act with the whole like airplanes and shit, bro. <laughs> like, how can you not like this movie? I'm sorry. No entiendo, no entiendo. And then you say, that after the movie came out and everybody was praising it, a lot of people started shit talking on Twitter. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you just want to be like other people. I'm sorry. I am sorry.
2: That's how you know it's good, though. Exacto. Look at what they Thank did with mom. everything ever all at once, both cases. Like,
1: people uh-huh. love them
2: and then they turn on it because people are just fickle nowadays. Let's just tell the facts that they are.
1: In my case, I vibed with the movie when I saw it. Pero Dios mío, the love it's getting from the Academy, I'm scared. Because there are other films that are more deserving. It's like Tom Cruise taking acting noms away from Diego Galva. What? I mean,
0: this movie, (laughs)
1: that that
0: is where I draw the line. Tom Cruise did not give anything to this movie.
1: That's where he's just playing
0: himself. (laughs) That's
2: where Gabriela withdraws her military application
3: literally uh, okay, I feel okay. like uh-huh. yeah no because no, I Like, I feel like Tom Cruise okay like in not acting wise como que no pero when it comes to the cinematography the whole como que the mm-hmm. and the sound design como que you just can't you have to sense that can, yeah it's como que well deserved you know especially if you see like behind the scenes of the like how they made this film
1: oh definitely yo no se lo in the technical categories
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I think it's very well deserving in those aspects, but if I see Tom Cruise on the street and he gets a best actor nom, I'll leave it at that.
3: I see some source in the street and I'll be like, thumbs up, buddy. <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> <laughs> I would have been, I would have
2: been like, What about Bob? What about Bob or Glenn Powell? Where my bo- that's
0: and- my that's my man fanboy you're talking about. <laughs>
1: One, don't get me started with Bob. We <laughs> are <laughs> <My> Bob <laughs> La película comenzó, and I was like, I'm pushing my hair back, ladies and gents, <laughs> and girls, gays and lads. The movie started, I was like, who's that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your are Bob stands. I think.
1: Let me tell you,
0: when my boy fanboy came through and rescued them at the end, hell yeah! I was like, red, white and blue,
3: motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> think this movie is, I don't know, gonna be for pure joy. Okay, I, I was happy. <laughs> I think it does
2: something that's quite impossible and that's bring every type of audience together. It doesn't matter if you're conservative. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter if you're more liberal. This just brought everyone together to enjoy a film that doesn't have like a secret agenda that it's pushing. It's just good old fashioned blockbuster that reminds people of what Top Gun was like for them and what Top Gun is going to be for this new generation and I think that's highly commendable yeah
1: yeah I think that's why it resonates so much and I think that's why it's been getting so much love because it is a sequel but it manages to upstage the first film while still honoring it
2: yeah I can tell you the first film doesn't age that great but the second film takes what everyone loves about the first film and updates it. Like you said, it brings it to the now. Okay. And because of that, it works so much better because it can connect with everyone. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is the, parent- the film my parents love. You're just like, oh, I get now why my parents love this film. And I love this film. This is something we can all share.
3: Definitely, yeah.
2: And it's also inspired Gabriela to get into the army. Like, this does a lot.
1: <laughs> I just Damn to be clear I I am anti-military all of this is a joke. Yeah, that's why <laughs> that's why I don't vibe as much with this movie because it does feel like propaganda to me. It is but,
0: absolutely propaganda.
1: Exactly. But the planes go whoosh whoosh, so fun fun.
2: And yeah. the beach scene? Yeah. A vi- with I ain't worried Girl. by one republic. <laughs> that was better the than the entirety of marmaduke and texas chainsaw massacre
1: no, that's-, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the true comeback one republic the amount of times i watched that scene.
0: <laughs> but who are i can't believe y'all are missing the best moment in the film Juan, i can't believe you haven't talked about this yet i was getting
2: to lady gaga <laughs>
0: End credits with Lady Gaga's song. Excuse
2: me. She was featured throughout the whole film. You could hear her song the entire time as a Gaga. But
0: specifically song. the end credits with her song. Now those are end Excuse credits, me. So that is how you do it. I-,
2: I got up and I saluted the screen. That was my <laughs> Nicole Kidman. That- <laughs> Ask <laughs> Anna.
1: Ask <laughs> Anna. I was saluting.
2: I was crying. That that was my Nicole Kidman in AMC because I live in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Well, that was my second <laughs> Nicole Kidman.
1: me yo, Gabriela, was found saluting during the end. I always salute the Nicole Kidman ad. No, the Lady Gaga and credits, but yes, uh, the Nicole And Kidman I was <laughs> raised
2: to salute my queens. And I salute Lady Gaga at every opportunity I get. <laughs> Bad Bunny I, got the Chromatica amen. shirt. So did I. I also had it at that time.
3: <laughs> amen.
2: Because she's a what icon, and you know what else was iconic? Top Gun Maverick.
3: Yeah, and before ending como like, like the Top Gun Maverick conversation, como like, another thing that was very como, o sea, like me gustó lo que hizo Tom Cruise, is the whole como que like, Val Kilmer, like, homage that he did for him. The the way that his character ended, it was such a commemorative thing that he did for the film. It was very emotional. Yeah,
2: we were all crying.
3: Yeah, we were all crying. And I speak and for Anna
2: and me and... in the theater because we were crying <laughs> in our theater. I can't speak for Josie and Gabriela, but Anna and I were crying.
3: There were sniffles everywhere.
2: everywhere. Not everywhere, surprisingly.
0: Cry. I... I can <laughs> confirm that no tears were shed during the duration of Top Gun Maverick but I could see why people did cry
2: this was not on Marcel but you get the point
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I get it pero si, Top Gun Maverick I loved it I had fun <laughs> now another movie, next one mira gente I, cuando de ver esta película, I immediately texted the film poster, of Shaz, like y'all need to see this film <laughs> Y'all need to see Barbarian. Yes, yes. Guessing what I think it is.
1: I finally watched it when it was on HBO Max, and let me tell you, it changed me.
3: Me too. It was. It that was an experience, and you know the best experience to watch this film is by not even knowing what it is about. Nada. No, sir. Not. No. Do not read what it's about. Do not see the yeah. trailer. Nothing. <laughs> I think that was
1: my favorite part of this film because everyone respected that. As soon as this film came out and people hadn't seen it, nobody spoiled it. You didn't know anything on Twitter. I never got spoiled. And I saw people talking about it, but nobody ever went into specifics.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So respect to the community <laughs> for honoring that. I would
2: like to counter-argue because I got spoiled in November.
1: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. no, no it's okay
2: because... Who
1: do we have to attack?
2: So many people on film Twitter, but that's not worth the time.
3: (laughs) They held out as long
2: as they could. I can give them that. But listen, I saw it right before this recording, when we recorded. Like, I finished it just as they sent the link to go join. Because Anna had asked me to watch it before the end of the year. And I was like, I need to be her friend. I need to be the bestie and come through. And I saw it. And I didn't hate it but i also would like to thank anna for taking the time to get on Max, and mark the scene i could not sit through because of the eye gouging trauma i thank you for your service ma'am
3: you're welcome that's how i was able to sit (laughs)
2: through that nx (laughs) and it was good i gotta say it was original it was clever
3: it was so original that's what i loved about it it was such an original horror film it like it's it's like it's totally batshit crazy it is ridiculous. It is so ridiculous that the first part, it gets to you. Like, the first act is like filled with tension. I was tense as fuck on the theater, okay? And I was like, cuts to like a whole different film. That threw me off just a little bit, but como que immediately I was engaged. Justin Lung, he was the one with the whole comedy, and I was like, okay. I Like this type of comedy, this is funny. <laughs> this is stupid and funny, but it is so crazy. And the way that this, like the film, like the first act paints como que Bill Scarscar, I was like, I-, I know what you guys did. Okay, I get it. That was smart of you it was, guys.
0: It was honestly very smart. Uh, the way the whole movie is structured is very smart. That was because just- it. Okay. No, because it totally messes with your expectations. You think the story is going to go one way, and it it completely like psych. Yeah, It going to a whole. I think it's brilliant because of it. I yeah. loved. I loved it very much too.
3: It is disturbingly hilarious, and I love it. And it is crazy. I I can't recommend it enough. Like y'all should watch it. People who haven't seen it, watch it. Viewers, watch it. <laughs>
1: um justice for my boy keith
3: justice for keith
2: that's was the scene that was spoiled for me
3: oh no yeah the scene (laughs) the scene oh man
2: seeing it in the movie though i was like okay i get why people hype it up that was a good scene i was not expecting that okay it's
3: good (laughs) it's a good scene Este, okay, it messes with your head, and y como que I like it. I like how
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I just remembered the part where it's like, She's never come up here, and then she just <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was
2: good. That was good. <laughs>
1: God damn it, this is a good movie guys if you haven't seen barbarian please watch it it should still be on
3: hbo max yeah, on as HBO of
2: december max. 22 i can confirm that it is there because i had just seen it on <laughs> hbo max
3: now another movie that is also available on hbo max okay so let's talk about the menu here <laughs> period Yes, because you know what? a diferencia de Flux, Flux gourmet. I actually like this.
2: I like this. Oh my, talk your shit, queen. Talk your shit. Let's go. That is,
3: that is the that is the exquisite tea here. Okay, mira, this movie. I I thought this movie had Hannibal vibes going with it, <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's see what's about. Either way, it is totally different, and. I like where it was going. I like that it is comedic. Like I didn't expect it to be that funny and unhinged. It is also a very like smart satire about the food industry. It is just truly funny. I found it hilarious. I don't know about you guys.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, I also thought it was a great criticism to criticism in general. Like especially film criticism. It had a couple things to say for film criticism, which I really appreciate.
3: See, see. Arthur was like laughing out loud. Living, and
2: laughing, and, and laughing. And...
3: <laughs> like um also the cast. I love the cast. It was great. <laughs> Every time Nicholas Hull speaks, I was like, shut uh, up. <laughs> Can you shut yeah. up, please? Oh yeah. He was so annoying he was such an asshole, he was so annoying but also I liked the tension and the chemistry Ralph Fiennes and Anya Taylor Joy Hat and the beef between them I was like, okay, I like this I like where this is going
2: the banter, the banter
3: Child. Child. when everybody was getting read with a fucking like tortilla
2: <laughs> what are these? these are tortillas
3: <laughs> tortillas
2: no but what are these these are tortillas that have information about the bank accounts of the following company and I was like,
3: God damn drag
2: <laughs> them for filth
3: drag i I love this film. I had a fun time okay and, and the thing is it's a film that is also can be watched by like if the casual movie goers come on, it has a little bit of every, like for everyone here.
2: Although, don't take your kid to see it. In a, my second round, someone took a child to see this film. I don't know how they handled this. I think they left. The teenagers will be fine, though.
3: It's simply not for children. How dare? How dare they?
2: I mean, they. How paid, dare you
3: try They paid money. Like that.
2: They paid money. It's fine.
3: <laughs> hey, come on, okay, mommy. Why? What's happening here? Come get okay, son. Let's leave.
2: Oh no! The mom, the parents are like, "Listen, I'm here for Anya Taylor-Slay. We can leave after her."
1: God damn it! Oh my
2: god. She- has she ever turned in a bad performance? No, and I'm sure multiple people will agree with me.
0: Oh my god! I tweeted when I saw the menu. My first reaction was, "The menu and Ratatouille are very similar."
1: Because it's true. Yes, we were making jokes about it too when we saw it. They were, like, waiting for the perfect time to be, to you. make, yeah, to make a movie that was, like, hey, gratitude changed my life when I was a kid. It's time.
3: <laughs> the scene where Anya Taylor-Joy is eating a cheeseburger, groundbreaking.
1: Cinema,
2: nothing like that.
3: <laughs> Moving on. Ordering it.
2: Ordering it, though. That. Pearls, clutched.
3: That. Last one. It was a bit hard, okay? But I decided. think I'll the last one is X but I had a hard time because I also liked Pearl (laughs) yeah I think
2: we can count them as a two for one
3: (laughs) you know what two for one bundle you know (laughs) like it gave me everything I wanted in a horror film okay it it gave me like gore bloody murder like fucking comedic timing (laughs) hilarious, it was disturbing I loved it, okay T- like, Mia got, you know disturbed, this woman she did two roles, two roles in one movie, like, who doesn't do that how dare the Academy doesn't nominate this movie for best how dare they
1: cause they're scared, but uh, I love how we all didn't know it was her until after, cause she wasn't credited at the beginning and everyone was like, who the f- Rick played the old lady because I remember I wanted to give her credit in my reaction, okay. and I couldn't find anything. And then eventually, it was mentioned that it was her.
3: See, sí. que... when I, este, I noticed it on when I saw like the credit on Letterbox. I was like, what? <laughs> what? She is the old lady. You, like that total transformation that she does, like amazing. I loved it. Y como que. Ty West is doing something here, guys. <laughs> okay?
2: Ty West, please. Para la dios. Don't stab anyone in the eye. I would like to see Maxine in a theater. I can't afford to send Anna and then be told that you're good. <laughs> we did that with Pearl.
3: Mira, in that scene specifically, I was like, how dare he shows up the eye scene two times.
2: <laughs> that was very Huang phobic
1: yeah. yeah, I remember we were all like, Juan, You gotta watch this movie, but not this scene.
2: And I'm here like, Anna, can you come through? Can you mark it here?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's time. uh, One, this time is either to go to the restroom or to hit up the concession stand. (laughs) Well,
0: you know what my favorite memory about X is that Josie and I saw it at the Alamo, and when we ordered our food, they brought it. (laughs) Like, the time, do you remember? (laughs)
1: see no no that is the best screening i've been to so far that she was so was well such good vibe. I, and then my pearl screening was also at the alamo and i was like maxine has to be at the alamo guys let's go but we had ordered food we had never been to an alamo and kind of pricey but let me tell you delicious yes and they our food was ready our food was brought to us to our seats when they're driving past a dead animal on the road and i was like yum 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 <laughs> and i remember josie just sweat asked ah, yes, the vibes are good God damn. <laughs> i ordered a milkshake an oreo milkshake and a sandwich i was like let's fucking go if this is how i'm going down then might as well <laughs>
3: Oh man, yeah, honestly, so this was the first film okay when I bought the ticket, they were like, Oh, can I see your license? And I was like, What? <laughs> okay.
1: What? Oh, oh my god, it's como know? yo Estás como yo con the lighthouse.
3: I was like, damn, I look that young? <laughs> okay <laughs> and then. But when I see the movie, I was like, I get it now. I get it. It's okay.
1: it's okay. It's okay. It's a compliment.
3: It's a compliment.
2: Plus it only lasted in Puerto Rico for like two weeks.
3: Yeah.
1: Well,
2: X Pearl and lasted like three to four weeks.
1: Later. Yeah, as she should.
2: I went to the last screening of she's
3: Pearl. <laughs> she's the star. What are you talking about? No, she's a star. <laughs> star. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I can't recommend it enough. Like X, if you're a horror like stan, you should definitely watch X, Pearl, and also Pearl, and Barbarian. Please, please. <laughs> Anyway, is era mi top cinco. <laughs> On to the next one.
1: Excellent.
2: Juan, take us away. So, I would like to start by taking out the Notes App Apology Tour. I would like to say that picking a top five was extremely difficult this year. I'm having a tough time getting the top 20. It is that difficult. So, certain films did not make the cut of top five. I'm going to apologize now. I knew it.
0: I knew it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Pinocchio didn't make the top five. I haven't seen that film yet. I
0: know. I know. know. I'm not talking about Pinocchio.
2: I would like to say that these films are equally as excellent. But it was a tough (laughs) decision to make. I had to base these five out of the films I felt personally took over my personality. Where I felt seen. I felt heard. And I felt believed. Where I feel. Heartbreak could feel if real in a place like this.
1: <laughs> I love this. I love how we both were like, hey, that's the Leo Hive mind for you. We're like, which films made up our personality for this year? Uh, ah, yeah. yes.
2: Exactly. As they should. Because that's how I feel they should be the best. You can technically categorize them as like, this is technically the best film on every aspect. Sure, you can do that. And that's great if you do that. But me, I need a film that describes my personality so I can say, when I talk about 2022, let's talk about these masterpieces. In 2020, it was Birds of Prey and Sonic, to give you an example. And I still stand by that. So, with that being said, let's make Gaudela cry. Number five is, of course, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. By the time this is up, this is on Netflix, probably breaking records, as it should. This film, for me was everything. It is hilarious. I loved so much about it. The production design, incredible. The cast, amazing. The jokes landed. I did not expect that it was gonna take place in 2020. I was not prepared for that. And when it did, I was like, oh damn, that's smart. That was smart. And there was so much you can cri- that you could like laugh at because like, ah, I remember those days. Janelle, Monet, Queen, Goddess, powerhouse icon. You did that. That is a performance. That twist that Glass Onion does is incredible. Loved it. Kate Hudson, my queen, I never doubted you for a second. I never doubted you, and I knew you'd be the star, and guess what? She was. She was absolutely hysterical. I could not stop laughing. I repeated the jokes for a long time. I feel that the Glass and Onion is gonna connect with a lot of people, not just because it's a it takes the typical murder mystery and elevates it. Especially that's hard to do with the first knives out, and the film I adore, and I feel these two are on the same level, and I might even give a slight edge to Glass Onion. But for me, this film just happens to have everything you need for a film, and I'm gonna go here. That should have been released in theaters for more than a week.
3: The rush that we had. Okay, we need to saw this in the week, like in the week, because it was only one week in Puerto Rico. It was everywhere
2: for one week, 600 theaters, and, uh-huh. and it still made $15 million. And I was like, you could have made so much more. You could have been number one instead of Strange World that weekend. Had you expanded and given this a proper theatrical release, this is a film that I feel could have had such a great effect on the box office and could have probably been number one until Avatar. Because Thanksgiving needed a movie, and I'm sorry to say that, aside from the menu and aside from Wakanda Forever, icons, legends, this could have been the Thanksgiving film for so many people. And I'm pretty sure that the movie theaters are still mad at Netflix for it. I mean, I would be. I still am. So, to those who cannot see it in a theater, I'm sorry. That is the way you should have seen it. But if you're going to see it at home, go big.
3: I had so much fun watching that film. Yeah. And my theater was laughing, was enjoying it, was reacting in like every, every bit of the film that you needed to react to, they were. So, okay, that means that, yeah, okay, people are enjoying it, basically. That's
2: shout out,
0: shout out to
3: Steven Sondheim's last cameo. <laughs>
2: I I Wait, he was in the movie?
3: Yes. <laughs> he was in the wow. film call. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh,
2: okay, 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 okay. Okay, I, I that call for me was more important. Was more for Angela Lansbury that broke my heart. Okay, aye. Yeah, because Angela.
0: Oh, my. that re hit,
2: that rewatch is gonna hit different. This is also a film you can rewatch multiple times and not get tired of.
0: Yeah, I literally screamed, "Saudia!"
2: <laughs> Our apologies to when the, uh, the, the headphone users.
0: Yeah, I unfortunately was not big on Glass Onion.
1: And that's your opinion. Yeah.
2: I guess we have to respect it. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we all have our moments, but you know what? We're going to move on to number four now. Because number four is an important film. Number four to me was perhaps my favorite screening of the year that I got invited to personally. And I was so happy at the screening and that film was black panther wakanda forever
1: oh.
3: <laughs>
2: let me tell you all that screening for me was everything okay quick backstory and then i'll get into it i had a presentation that day that i had to give through teams so i have to also rush to caguas to get the, to the screening for those of you who do not live on the island, for me, it like a 30, 45-minute drive, an hour if it's really bad traffic. I mean really bad traffic, and I don't know where I'm going. But we make it. I get through my presentation. I take the rest of my class on the go as I am driving. I am listening to a Teams meeting as I am driving and yelling at people on the highway, as one does. We get to this event. I, run, I get Anna there as well. We run into each other. It was amazing. Live. Music performed. And I mean, live music that embraces the culture. It was so great to hear. These performers outdid themselves. It was amazing. The food, excellent. We got a little, there was a great chicken. There was a great, like, no sé si era paella, pero. I, I
3: don't know, si,
2: I don't know Yeah, it was a paella. Google if you don't know it. It's great. An open bar. Loved it. And of course, they gave us like a free combo. We also got to see in La Catarina Mall, the newly refurbished, there was the Cinema Kids Lounge, which is going to be so great for kids going forward because there's like a little park in the theater, like on the side. like Think of the McDonald's playground kind of thing, but like a mini version on the side. And then if you want to have them sit down and watch a movie, it's on the, le- on the other side. And it was really great to see. I thought it's really great of them. And a new premium format theater, a new version of it, where we saw the movie. Baby! That felt like the main event. That screen. Ana, you can testify to this. Yeah. That screen was iconic. The seating, The way it felt like I was actually like in an IMAX screening was amazing.
3: It, it felt really bougie, not going to lie. It did.
2: It was really bougie. <laughs> and honestly, top tier screening experience of the year for me. Now the film itself. I love this film. This was everything for me. I've seen it twice now. I saw it. I did not see the IMAX. I wanted to, but I could not. Rihanna took us to church. The song brought back the return of Rihanna. I saluted both songs. Ask Anna. Anna, tell them. I was crying. I was singing along. That was my national anthem Would lift me up and born again.
3: I salute my queen.
2: I salute the queen of Barbados. I salute the queen of the world. The movie, it's, it's beautiful. It honors Shadow Boseman's legacy. It allows you to experience that cathartic journey that everyone went through. There wasn't a dry eye in the audience. You, lo- I love the powerful story on grief and loss. I really loved Talokang, the underwater location. I love Huerta.
0: Tenocht- <laughs> Let's not get into it.
2: <laughs> he was amazing. He impressed me so much, and... This was a huge role for him. And he knocked it out of the park. I mean, Namor. Not Namor. 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 "Namor." El niño sin amor. (laughs) To see Puerto Rico featured in this huge Marvel film. And you could recognize parts of the island throughout the movie. It hit differently. It was so beautiful. Brought tears to my eyes. And of course, we got to talk about Angela Bassett mother was mothering
0: she She mothered that performance
2: was incredible her scene with oh my god there everyone had their pearls clutched in that moment in that theater if you did not i'm so sorry for you you that's on you that's not on the ones who have literally
1: no when i saw that scene My immediate thought was this woman deserves a nomination and if she doesn't get it, it's it's
2: biased. I'm not gonna lie, it's one of the best performances I've seen this year. I also really, really loved Okoye in this film. I thought her journey from the first film was absolutely fantastic. She has one of the best jokes, and I'm kinda still laughing at the fact that it was regarding Rihanna's Fenty brand. The connections, (laughs) the breadcrumbs I was getting. I could not have enjoyed it more. I think the entire experience of watching it for the first time that I was describing, combined with this excellent film itself, just made for such a memorable evening. And I had tickets to go see it the next day, so I had like less than eight hours of sleep, but I made it because I had to re-watch it, and it was everything. Absolutely everything. I could not have enjoyed this more. I'm sad that Avatar took away the IMAX screens, because I would have liked one more shot to see this in IMAX, but I'm not going to fight Jaime Camerón on this. I'm not going to fight Jaime. But Wakanda Forever, if you have not seen Wakanda Forever, what are you doing? Fix that immediately. This is Marvel's best film of this entire year. No doubt about it. And you have to go see this.
0: I meant that Josie made me fix it when I, because I hadn't seen it, so she made me watch it.
3: I was surprised that you didn't watch it. When
2: she I was it. making sure that you saw cinema. <laughs> I think you owe her a thank you. She did not make you.
0: Oh, I thank I thanked her. Yes, this is true.
2: <laughs> Incredible. Cinematic. Loved it. Next up, number three. This is going to be a controversial opinion for some. I don't care. I will not accept questions on this at this time. But number three is one of the few five-star ratings I gave this year. That is Pixar's Lightyear. I saw it both times. Oh, my gosh. I saw gosh. it both times in IMAX. It was everything. Lightyear for me has a very sentimental. Do it for movie. socks. So- I have. I literally have the blush right here. Like I literally have the blush right here. That movie, I showed up in a Lightyear jersey and everything from the Disney store. I was making sure I was attending properly. To me, Lightyear has a more sentimental reason for being there because I grew up being a huge Buzz Lightyear fan. When I was younger, I had the costume of Buzz Lightyear. I wanted to be Buzz Lightyear every Halloween and I wanted to keep being ha- Halloween. I wanted to give the costume, fit. One year, she knew I wasn't gonna fit into the costume. And I was like, no, I wanna put it on anywhere." And I accidentally broke it. And I think that was one of the first forms of depression I experienced as a child, because I cried nonstop, I, I was determined. But now, fast forwarding to seeing this home as an adult, it brought me back to being a kid. It brought back that childlike mentality. Why I fell in love with Buzz Lightyear. And you can argue that, yeah, it's not Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. To me, I was Andy watching the Buzz Lightyear film for the first time and falling in love with the character. And that's what made Lightyear so special. The world building was phenomenal. The, advent- the adventure you went on screen. It was so great to see. I just, and it was in IMAX, so it made it so much better because I literally was like a kid looking up at the screen and seeing all of this happen and I was like, I love this. Like the childlike mentality. It just got to me. And I loved it. And socks, like Josie said, socks. Why aren't more people in love with socks? What is wrong with people? Socks is an icon.
1: Because a lot of people were like, oh it's spoon fed comedy. Blah blah blah. A lot of people are like Bringing it down, and it's like if it works, it works. I thought it was hilarious every time he he said something or did anything. I thought it was brilliant, and it was the best part of the movie because it to me it felt so natural. Yeah. Socks is great. Socks is
2: great. Kiki Palmer was excellent. I really liked Chris Evans in the role. I thought he did a great job, and to me, Lightyear brought back the childlike innocence, the childlike mentality that I felt I had lost for a bit. So I really am grateful for Pixar and for those, like Josie said, who think it's spoon-fed humor. A lot of people love The Hangover. So get over it. Get over it. Because this
3: film. What? What? It's true.
2: They do. <laughs> that's That couldn't be more spoon-fed for me. True. For me, Lightyear does what it was supposed to do. And that's bring an adventure to the audience that makes them feel like they're watching the Space Rangers that Andy saw. That's what it felt like. And to me, it achieved it. And for those complaining about the the kiss, the infamous kiss, come on. It's 2022. That wasn't a problem. That isn't a problem. Like, you don't even see it on screen that much. It's the same thing with, like, Rise of Skywalker, that everyone made a big deal and it was, like, five seconds. Really? Really? I don't get it. I don't get people. I don't want to get them if that's how they feel. And if you don't agree with Lightyear being on my top films of the year, well, i sorry for Lightyear you.
0: Was, I am a big Lightyear fan, Juan. I am on your side. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I appreciate this. I think I cried more in Lightyear than Marcel. That's the truth.
3: Oh my god! Oh my god! That is a that is a statement. Right. I there. think
2: I did. I generally think I did. So, number two is from A twenty four. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. Bodies, 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 or the new title, Cuerpos, Cuerpos, Cuerpos.
3: Yay! (laughs) I
2: love this film. I love this one since I first saw it. I've seen it five times now. I stand by the fact that this film is just as quotable as Mean Girls. I haven't stopped being able to quote it. This, for me, is probably one of the best depictions of Gen Z that has come out so far. It is a hilarious whodunit. I get some people call it a horror film. I'm not 100% on board with it being a horror film, but I'm also along for the ride, so it's fine. This film moved me to get my first shirt from A24. The, the website was worth it. The soundtrack is amazing. It has probably one of my favorite ensembles this year. Everyone crushes it, but specifically Queen Rachel Senat, a future stream queen in the making. She was the scene seal. She was a powerhouse. She has some of the best lines. What the hell is on his face? It's a sleep therapy mask. He has seasonal depression. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god, I love the scene where she was like, "He's a, he's a vet. He's a veterinarian." <laughs> Yeah, he
2: was a vet. What? Yeah, he served in Iraq. Yvette? No, he was a veterinarian. He was a veterinarian's <laughs> assistant.
3: <laughs>
2: and of course, he's a Libra moon. That says a lot. It
3: was <laughs> a total surprise for
1: me. It takes so much to like plan a podcast. You have to book the guests, you have to organize oh, the
3: Google God. Calendar. <laughs>
2: And I've been working on it for a while. Exactly. That, that quote's everything. That quote, I think, is the most relatable for so many people. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Cinema. It is fantastic. It is... I feel one of the best films of the year. And I think it's... It's iconic. i going to keep watching it. I love it. It's a classic.
3: Yeah. I really love the humor of that film. <laughs> very, It's very Gen humor, but at the same time, it's okay. It's not like the awkward... Humor. Yeah.
2: And the score, okay. the yeah. score was amazing. I'm tempted to buy that final of the score on A24 site because it is just so good. It sets the tone, like Josie said, and sound, like what Josie said with sound, it was so important with what they did with creating the storm, which was such an interesting thing to see how it wasn't exactly raining. Although you could confuse it for Puerto Rico during a storm any day of the week. But it was so impressive how they did that, how they were able to record that, and everyone was just so on board for things. It's just, I love it. And where's hot girls nomination? Where is hot girls nomination <laughs> by Charlie XCX? Let's start there. Y'all want to talk nominations? I'm a hot girl, pop girl, rich girl. Sing it, Anna. I'm
3: a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, treat yourself one. Buy it. <laughs> Same. You deserve it.
2: 40 bucks though so <laughs> number one no one should be surprised i've seen this from seven times this year this will not change i know some rankings might change there by the end of the year
3: she goes.
1: there she goes again she calls mine. she's coming
2: <laughs> number one is obviously scream 2022 Ah, there it is. is. Are we
0: really
3: surprised? (laughs) Are we
2: really surprised, my brand?
3: No. No. (laughs) To quote
2: Stefan, this film has everything. (laughs) Jenna Ortega. Where's her nomination? Best supporting. How It's difficult to do that opening scene, and especially when you're replicating Drew Barrymore's scene, or doing a version of it, and she nails it. It was incredible. I still think about that opening scene. The way that you sound there to, with the door locking and unlocking, that was genius. Direct Radio silence. You want? I, I was a fan before with Ready or Not. I am a stand now, and I'm excited to do with, see what you do with the sixth one. I loved it. It Ex- exceeds everything in my expectations. It's exactly what I would have wanted in this film. It pays a perfect homage to Wes Craven. A lot of people say, it just didn't replicate the first film. It's not that original. Hello? It's an honor to Wes Craven. It is the reintroduction of the characters. I didn't see y'all complaining that much for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Let me have this. This is my Citizen Kane, okay? (laughs) A reunion of Dewey and Gale. Hello. I don't want to oh, talk about God. it.
0: One, <laughs> one, <laughs> one trigger warning.
2: I mean, come on. It's everything. I thought, I know a lot of people didn't like Melissa Barrera. I disagree. I thought she was great. I thought she was really good in the role. I understand how some people would have wanted maybe Jenna Ortega in the lead role instead of Melissa Barrera. But I think she's going to do a pretty good job going forward. I, I have I have a pretty good feeling with her, and I love this cast. I love this group of characters. It hurt to see them go. Like I loved it. I loved the ca- The newer versions. One of my favorites, of course, Mason Gooding as Chad. He was kind of like the perfect himbo for high school.
3: <laughs>
2: he did. He did. He nailed that. Like even then he was like yeah you're maybe not the smartest but like i'd still hang out with you like you seem like a really cool guy and live he deserved more queen and wes Dylan love it jasmine mindy the requel we're all knowing what the requel is now the requel rules although i'm expecting in the sixth oh, film a, a little bit of shade towards halloween ends I'm just saying
0: I hope so. Same. Mm
2: -hmm. So yeah, Scream, it's everything. It's iconic. I will not stop watching this. Love it. It was not going to lose my top spot. I'm sorry. No one was dethroning it. It was certified on January 13th or 12th when I saw it. It was certified. It was going to be number one. If you're surprised, that's on you. You expected too much from me.
3: January 12th.
2: (laughs) Now we'll never forget that date. I yield the
1: mic. Oh not worry we have been going on for a while but i always work my magic somehow (laughs) (laughs) so bringing this all to a conclusion it's time for my best picks of
0: 2022
1: i went along the same lines of one because honestly up until like Literally, the top 20 films that I have ranked are literally the ones that I probably won't forget for a long time. But for the first five ones, I try to go as close as possible. And even then, like, I look at the other ones after it, and I'm like, I haven't stopped talking about any of these films. But just for the sake of this episode, here are my top five films of 2022. So number five is Nope. It's... yeah, I i mean it was my number three at one point it was my number it was my second one at one point it's jumped around a lot but i don't think it's gonna come down from number from the fifth slot because it's just that bitch (laughs) it's my favorite jordan peele film i think his style ages like a fine wine and he's only gonna get better this film did so much that i don't think people were ready for and i hope that people start realizing that soon as a tweet that Anna retweeted said, regardless of the attention that Nope and Everything Everywhere All at Once get this award season, it doesn't matter because they have changed cinema and film history forever. These are films people are going to go back to. They do stuff that's so specific, yet honoring of what came before. I mean, Everything Everywhere All at Once with One Car Y and then Nope just with. Films like Jaws and like Spielbergian kind of notes, but also just everything in the horror genre and The Thing, etc. Like Jordan Peele did something so masterful, so it is deserving of being in a top five. My fourth, Black Panther Wakanda forever. Club. Yeah, literally everything that yeah, literally everything that Juan said. It's one of my favorite films of the year. It's I love it. It's my second favorite out of the MCU as a whole. Deno that was incredible. Angela Bassett is to die for. Just, I love how this film focuses so much on how women are the backbone of culture and society. And I love how this film paid respect to the women despite being a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. But it, the whole point of the Black Panther is how it's a matriarchal society and how women are the fiercest warriors. I mean, his entire, like, the Dormilaje, it's all women and that's the best part of the first one and everyone was so in love with being able to see this woman be strong and this film doubled that so I thought that was great and again Tenoch Huerta was really good and selfish reasons I mean it features Puerto Rico so how can I not and his
2: home like when you see his home
1: that, that, that entire sequence I cried I cried so much during my screening, but let me tell you just that entire sequence because I am an underwater shot ho. If a film has underwater scenes, it's a five star. Yeah. It's five stars. Yeah. Let me- and I thought this one did such a great job and it's well-deserving of all the love and the praise. And I hope... I'm very happy it got shortlisted in a couple categories and I hope it we continue to see it on above the line categories especially angela bassett for best acting yeah. and they better get a sag ensemble nomination or i will fight
0: yeah they won the SAG with the first movie so For
1: eso, yeah. they should get it again yeah. but um my third favorite film of the year is of course marcel the show with shoes on i have not stopped loving this film since i saw it it's self-explanatory we've talked about it it's great i i wanted to win best animated feature but that's just me. I just... I I don't think there will be a lifetime where I will stop loving this movie. Truly. My second favorite film is Everything Everywhere All at Once. It was my top film of the year up until recently because I realized that my number one, I just... I, Yeah. But Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mean, the other day someone shared a clip of... I can't remember what scene it was. I think it was... When he's talking to her, and he's saying, "Choose kindness."
2: Yes, I saw. I saw that one on pop up on my Twitter that he was trying to convince her not to fight.
1: Yes, I. That scene always gets to me, and I and I saw that clip the other day, and I was like, I need to rewatch this film again. So it's deserving of everything that's gonna come to it, and it's gonna be your next Best Picture winner. Mark my words, and of course. My favorite film of the year, I saw at Sundance, and I remember it was Love at First Sight. And I love how I was saying this is my favorite movie of the year, and it was January. And so many people were like, that's so ridiculous, that's so stupid. How can you say, like, it's your favorite film of the year if the year is starting? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> ha, it's my number one of the year. It survived. Yeah. And that is Fire of Love.
3: Yeah. Yes! Made
1: it. <laughs> victory lap for her Mira Salavosa, thank you so much thank you so much for this film I really hope it wins Best Documentary Feature I will sob, I'm gonna dress for the occasion and I'm gonna give a little speech if it wins as if it were my own uh. because I've been rooting for this film ever since Sundance I got so many people to watch a Sundance I got so many people to purchase tickets to see this film so you're welcome Sundance I give you revenue <laughs>
3: I saw it because of Josie, and I was like, okay, I'll see what's about I was like, okay, I get it now.
1: <laughs> it's so cool. It's delightful. I, I'm glad it stuck around for me, and I'm glad I'm leaving it at number one, because it just proves what women are capable of when you allow them to direct passion projects. And, yeah, what else can I say other than we reviewed this film? I love it. It's it's great, it's great.
3: It's such an interesting topic that she shoots from too. It's
1: cool, See, and it's just such a good balance. And you have Miranda July narrating, and I rewatched it as soon as it came out on Disney Plus. I was like, it
3: still holds up the ASMR.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just so lovely and the animation is so lovely. So please, if you haven't seen this film, do yourself a favor. Again, as I said at the beginning, if you haven't seen some of the films that were mentioned today, please watch them. We love them for a reason and we hope you connect with them as well. And yeah, those are all the films we love from 2022. It has been a really great year for movies. I'm so glad we found stuff that made us happy because it hasn't been an easy last year six years <laughs> so that's actually all for today's episode other than that we're excited for what 2023 is gonna bring and then on that note we'd like to thank you for listening and to give a shout out to all the kind people sending love our way if you'd like to keep up with us make sure to follow us at Film Posers on twitter instagram youtube and facebook we're gonna find your posers
0: you can find me on Twitter at Gabby underscore Burgos 27 and on Letterboxd at GabbyChristina.
3: You can find me on Letterboxd as Anna underscore Sophia, on Twitter as Anna underscore Sophia 53, and on TikTok as Anna underscore Sophia 533.
2: You can find me on Twitter promoting Scream 6 at Leading Mohicans, but you can also find me on Instagram, Letterboxd, and Serialized at Leading Mohicans.
1: And you can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. Again, thank you for listening. And remember, we're all film posers. Bye. 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 Also, happy holidays and happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in Puerto Rico. And if you're in Puerto Rico, felicidad hasta Febrero. Wepa. <laughs> <No. laughs>